wrong? Uh, nothing's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Sally. Hi, Gabby. What are we talking about today? Today, we're going to talk about our guilty pleasures. Love that idea. I also have a question for you. Okay, what's your question? What is a guilty pleasure, Sally? I'm glad that you asked that question, Gabby. <laughs> because, okay, so I, like, I was thinking about this, and one of the things that kept coming up for me is that I don't really believe in guilty pleasures. I mean, I just, I think it's kind of like a stupid concept. But since we're talking about it, yes, to me, what a guilty pleasure is... Something that's maybe out of character for you, something that for me, I can say something that I know is like kind of borderline controversial right. that, you know, is maybe a little bit problematic, but I love it anyway. Something that is nostalgic, but maybe hasn't aged well. Yes. Like yes. that kind of thing. Uh, what, what do you think? I think that that the nostalgic but hasn't aged well is exactly on point. Mm -hmm. Like you can't let go of it. Yeah. And it's not necessarily, quote unquote, good. And I don't necessarily want to turn this into a discussion of what is good art? What is good? Yeah, totally. Because we'll be here all, we'll either be here all day or we'll just annoy each other. Yeah. And everyone we, <laughs> listening. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that could definitely like um, disintegrate into a conversation where we're just like, we don't know what we're talking about. So goodbye. Right. Correct. <laughs> um I love a good, actually, art is objective discussion, mm -hmm. but that's not what we're here for. No. But I do kind of think that guilty pleasures don't exist in the sense that I don't think anyone should be embarrassed to like what they like. Sure. I agree with that. Having said that, <laughs> guilty pleasures... <laughs> Having said that, you're all stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and have terrible taste. You have terrible taste. I'm, I'm embarrassed for you already. Yeah. I'm not even... Yes. I do think a guilty pleasure, maybe in addition to the things that you have said and I agree with, mm -hmm. are maybe either when somebody else says them, not me, sure. <laughs> something that maybe raises my eyebrow a bit, mm -hmm. like, oh, that's what you like? And maybe what in a former life would have triggered the gatekeeping response in me. Can you explain what you mean by that? What's the gatekeeping response? Well, Sally... Do you recall being a young lady? I do. Back in the day. Yes. And do you recall having the boys tell you that your music taste wasn't up to snuff? Oh, sure. Yeah. Right. And we're not even going to get into the, oh, you like this band? We'll name 10 songs by them. Sure. We're not... <laughs> We're not going to yeah. get into that right now. Right, because we graduated from high school a very long time ago. I'm not getting into that. I'm getting mm -hmm. into the, oh, you like insert popular song musician yeah. here. Mm -hmm. That's not cool enough, seen enough, hardcore enough, et cetera, mm -hmm. et cetera. Sure. And perhaps yeah. you, like me, in a defensive maneuver... <laughs> started behaving that way yourself oh my god I think about this so much Gabby yeah At, now that I'm a mature fully self-actualized adult right of course who has um, no room to grow or improve who anymore. has no room to grow or improve anymore because I've reached my reached final peak. yeah I've reached my peak <laughs> 
<laughs> I spend a lot of time thinking about how that kind of influence uh, has has polluted so many young how, minds. How, how it's polluted <laughs> so many young minds, and how you know that be how it became such the status quo. And I mean, I think it's pretty specific for. I think it's more like people in our generation and older because I don't see younger kids doing that as much. That's a great point. Yeah. I think that there's exposure to more kinds of media right yeah. now and more of a general acceptance for all kinds of tastes. Kinds and this tastes. goes past music. I see it yeah, in right. fashion, for instance. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like big time, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so. I think I think it's great, but it sort of. Do you remember when we when we went to Rough Trade and we were talking to George about yes. going to record stores and, and getting bullied and like having people kind of yes. like Big Brother bullying you about your music taste yes. and then and yes. then continuing on that cycle of abuse. Absolutely, <laughs> like it's. I I definitely had my my phases, long phases, right. embarrassing long, embarrassingly That's long phases where, you know, I was I was repeating that treatment of me exactly yeah so what I'm saying I guess is there's still this vestigial part of me that has that initial reaction to certain genres or artists when people tell me like not that they still listen to them but maybe like this is my favorite band sure and I'll yeah. be before the like actual ego kicks in and it's like <laughs> all right settle down this is fine yeah <laughs> my gut reaction might be you know, to the Dave Matthews band is my favorite band, in fact, <laughs> is, oh, okay, that is a choice. Yeah. But, you know, that is an example of that. I Yeah, I see. I see what you mean. It's really funny that you bring up Dave Matthews band because someone that I respect deeply, conf not confessed, but made it known that they really love Dave Matthews band like a week ago. Yeah. And I was surprised, but right. see now that I now that I'm an evolved person, right? You're evolved. I <laughs> I was like, oh wow, that's so not what I would have ever expected. But go off, that's actually sick. It's like valid, right? Yeah, because I don't. I mean, I never listened to them, and I don't know anything about them. But if somebody that now it's like if somebody that I like like something that I kind of thought was super dorky. For right. most of my life, I'm like, oh, maybe I need to give rethink. this another shot. You know, just give it, yeah, like rethink it and give it another pass. Exactly. But yeah. But I think that ultimately I agree with the nostalgic and hasn't aged well definition of guilty pleasure. I have so much music that fits in that category. Same. <laughs> and when I was thinking of stuff for this, that's where I landed myself, yeah. like with a little, cap, you know, a little diversion into the gatekeep zone. Sure. But ultimately, that is also where I landed. Yeah. So I would love to hear where your guilty pleasures lie. Uh, so what I did was I, I, I separated them into various categories because I have so many so things many. <laughs> that could be that could be considered guilty pleasures. Yes. Oh, I do want to say that another one is is when you like a band that everybody else likes, but you like the album that nobody likes. Oh, because that's yeah, definitely that's like my of. that's one of my that's like a huge vibe for me. Like I'm always kind of like going for the underdog album that everybody's Ooh. like, I hate that one. Why are you listening to that? Damn, I know that I have something <laughs> to fit into that, but I didn't think of that specifically. Yeah. So hopefully one will pop up before we yeah. finish this recording because I absolutely know I have been there. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you want me to start? Yeah. Yeah. Do okay. it. Okay. 
so my my I would say that my top um, guilty pleasure category musically is going to be white boy music from the 90s. That is um, too broad of a category. Yeah, Sally. but it's it's like <laughs> I'm going to need you to niche to that be, down. <laughs> <laughs> to be a little bit more specific, like bands that would be considered grunge that either have amassed a sort of corny reputation or just generally like were not considered good at the time. Like my favorite album of all time is yes. Dirt by Allison Chains. I am going to go ahead and say that is actually good and not guilty pleasure. It, well, that's what I'm saying. But when I was growing up, I could not find a single fucking soul who was who liked willing, it, who liked it or who was even like willing to give to give that band the time of day. Like people didn't start really? actually liking Alice in Chains, I feel like until probably like at best the last two years. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to need to introduce you to my entire TikTok following. Oh, goodness gracious. Yes, <laughs> Because please. I think that they, now I cannot speak for all of them, uh-huh. but when I started New Bands for Old Heads, it was, it was introducing this band called Cloakroom, which sounds mm. like a mix between Smashing Pumpkins and Alice in Chains, oh. just that like grungy shoegaze yeah. amalgam. Huh. So I think that brought in a massive a of- contingent of you know unironic lovers of I'm saying this but I don't think it's a guilty pleasure I love that stuff I do oh not love god. Billy Corgan now but oh I my sure god. did love him in the 90s so yeah so actually um, back then. Smashing Pumpkins was going to be the next band on my list of of white boy music from the 90s that is now a guilty pleasure that didn't used to be but now Billy Corgan is such a mess a caricature of a he's human. such a he's such a caricature of a human and I feel so embarrassed that I was so devoted to his art now because he's but, such a fucking dickhead but that are we getting into another category of guilty pleasures now because if you if we are going to talk about artists who have become unhinged and now we feel guilty for loving their music do you know what I'm saying? Well, sure. Like, are we going to go on a Morrissey tangent? Because I love the Smiths <laughs> and I have no guilt about loving the Smiths. Well, sure. But now you layer on Morrissey is a douche onto yeah, that. Yeah, right, right. But I'm not embarrassed for loving the Smiths. Okay, so I love Siamese Dream and I'm not embarrassed for loving that album because it is one of the greatest albums of all time. It is. A lot of, I mean, and I, I honestly, I really like Gish too. It's that album for me is one that I forget how many good songs are on it until I'm listening to it. And I'm like, oh, I actually mm-hmm. do know all of these songs and I do like them. Everything else past that though, I don't really care that much about. But I I actually also really love Melancholy. Their Melancholy was it, too much filler for like the number of good songs in my Which opinion. Which I, I and I get that it was just like really long, and a lot of the songs were just not. And I'm fine, you know, as... I'm fine with that. My point, like, we don't need to like get full album review on this, right? <laughs> but I'm just saying, I I don't feel no guilt about my love for these bands that you're listing i'm just gonna go I, ahead and say that i, I mean, love I appreciate them. that i like every other member of smashing pumpkins other than billy corgan too jimmy chamberlain is like one of the best drummers of all time in my opinion and who darcy is darcy? just like i mean you just love darcy because she was like this constantly inebriated character that like you weren't sure if she ever talked yeah but she yeah. was cool yeah <laughs> you know 
household James, name. Yeah, James <laughs> Eha was was my like one of my first like guitar crushes. So you know, it's just this guy. You know, dude, I am not hearing guilty pleasure here yet. What's your next okay? Category? So what about well, what about per- Pearl Jam ten? Okay, all right. Okay, I'm taking. I'm winding it back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I wasn't done. I was sorry, not done. Sorry. <laughs> Because, okay, I'm just going to say, <laughs> I'm just going to say that a lot of people think that Eddie Vedder is Scott Stapp and vice versa. And that is sure. just not, that's just not true. They're like not the same person. They don't sound the same at all or like look the same. They're like not the same person. But I feel like when I tell people that I love Pearl Jam, they think I'm saying that I love Creed. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't, and I don't think that. Okay, tell but... me what you do think. What I do think is I do understand a slight guilt in the pleasure of finding Pearl Jam pleasing. But why? But you're right. Let's examine why. (laughs) See? And I don't dislike Pearl Jam. I just find it. Maybe this is what it is. I find Pearl Jam more inherently mockable. But why? Well, Eddie Vedder does... (laughs) Sing inscrutably. He inscrutably no, he doesn't. Come on, okay. What are the lyrics to any song? Okay, based here on the, right. <laughs> you don't know. They are. That's true. He does kind of have like a, a Fred Flintstone <laughs> thing going on that I. But also, he was like a smoke show. Oh back my god, then. he was so hot. Sure, what? I didn't even realize that until I got older how Same. hot he was. I didn't realize I was like, it either. What is this tight little sinewy? Yeah, like, I was like snack. ten years old. So yeah, like... I was so. I mean, I was having, I was having crushes, but he was it not. Wasn't, we didn't know what hot. Was it like didn't in clock for me. Yeah, right. Jesus, so you're so right about. <laughs> yeah. So like I'm not saying this is like embarrassing. I'm just saying I kind of get why you're saying guilty pleasure. I don't know. Right. But I but I do think that Pearl Jam is a lot better than people give them credit for being. And that could just be me being nostalgic, but like I don't there's so many bands that like supposedly sound like them that actually are just worse, you know. And then they get lumped into all of the bands that came after. I'm just saying on the whole Pearl Jam a little more mockable, easily satirized. Yeah. Still, if we're going full guilty pleasure, like everyone kind of, unless you're going full, unless you buy into the Pearl Jam versus Nirvana, never the twain shall meet. You have to pick a side, I, I don't which I don't, I don't really buy into. Same with no. like the whole Beatles versus Rolling Stones thing. Like you yeah, can like both, both. unless you're one of those people who has to, they both suck. <laughs> Fuck the Beatles. Right. <laughs> We're going to have a talk about that sometime. But Book that's, Rolling that's Stones. A, that's a hilarious take. Yeah, next another It can episode. be neither, but it doesn't have to be one, <laughs> one or, or the, the other. other. Yeah, it's not zero sum. Correct. Um, <laughs> it's just not like you're allowed to, you're allowed to like, you're allowed. Like, sure. I just find none of this particularly embarrassing. Okay, I'm not done. Okay, all right. Okay, okay so please continue. My, so my next, my next very favorite album that I have been standing on ten toes or ten toes down or whatever people say now. I don't that, know that this phrase. is the, the <laughs> this is the last great rock album that was ever, and that is Antichrist Superstar by Marilyn Manson. <sighs> Mic drop. You know what, I'm going to, when I tell you my first guilty pleasure, 
uh-huh. Sally. Yes. You are going to flip your table over. You're going to understand what embarrassment really means. Uh, I No, I I'm, I get more embarrassing. I just decided that I wanted to start here. You wanted to dip a little toe into the water yeah. first? Yeah. This isn't a mic drop moment, Marilyn Manson. Like, oh, Marilyn Manson. Okay. Please. All right, your Please. Turn. Okay, fine. Well, you you tell me. All now. right, I'll start. I'll start with the stuff I was going to end with, <laughs> because now I feel. Are we competing? Well, now I feel now? like we're competing. <laughs> we weren't, but now we are. <laughs> okay. Do you remember speaking of ni- the nineties? Mm-hmm. A very specific time in the nineties. I want to say between nineteen ninety six and nineteen ninety eight. Very weird. Very era. weird era, generally speaking. This is not. This is not like a style of music that I come back to a lot or that I particularly love. But I have a soft spot for it, so we have to talk about it. Oh my god, I'm so excited! Just Please. I see you jittering a little bit. I know. I can't. I can't wait. I'm so excited. This is one I am embarrassed to talk about. Oh my god, spit it! Uh, I'm I know. My mind. I know. <laughs> Neo. Swing. <gasps> Gabby. Sally. Are you talking about Cherry Pop and Daddies? Cherry Pop and, and Daddies. Brian <gasps> Setzer Orchestra. Brian Squirrel Setzer Nut or- Zippers. Squirrel Nut Zippers. Shit you haven't thought about in 25 oh, years. My God. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Let's oh talk God. about embarrassing. Let's talk about <laughs> bad. Let's talk about cringe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm going to try to defend you. I'm going to do my oh, best. Oh, no, you cannot defend me. Well, I mean, I don't know because I don't, I don't necessarily have, I don't have anything like really that bad to say about that Neo swing moment. Cause it was such a, it was such a brief moment and it was honestly, it was really, okay. So we were both maybe a little bit too young to fully um, enjoy it possibly it lasted know, because, like, it lasted longer than you think because there was also a revival of swing dancing and those yeah. classes took a chokehold of a lot of people like of all ages for a oh, while totally. and I remember I do remember that taking classes already by the time I started college in oh. which was in 2002 I started college Oh, you were like deep into it. Well, I did just like taking dance classes, to be fair. But I did start get into this because of my sister, who's 10 years older than me, who introduced me to Squirrel Nut Zippers. And I'm pretty sure that was the first concert I went to in 1997 was the, I think, no, it wasn't the Warp Tour. It was called something else. It was one of those adjacent Mm -hmm. tours Mm -hmm. that included Squirrel Nut Zippers and... The Mighty Mighty Bostons. Oh hell yeah! Yes. Oh my god. Yes. So wait, was it was it the was it the Horde Festival? Oh my god, that's exactly what it was. Yeah, called. I went to a couple yes, of those. That's exactly remember, what it was called. <laughs> I remember. I think that I I think I went that year too, and I don't remember the full lineup. I remember being really high. Yeah, like the entire time. <laughs> I was not. I was, I was just 13. so uncomfortably, I, which well, doesn't mean I couldn't have been high, but <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think I was 14 right. and I was like uncomfortably high, like the entire time. 
<laughs> you know, not that I'm saying that that's a good right. thing or anything. I'm just, you know, just is what it is. I, okay. So Neo swing, I don't necessarily think that that's, I mean, it was like, Listen, it was like a legit moment. It was a moment. It was embarrassing. I, it was a national yeah. embarrassment. <laughs> don't stick up for me. Don't uh, okay. stick up for America. <laughs> I'm trying to I because I had a couple of friends who were who were into those bands and they what I can say this is what I can say like not in any of your defense is that those friends of mine who kind of started there they did not evolve into having like any better taste in music Uh. like they just kept listening to like really cheesy so what do they listen to now because I think that that really ended like really cheesy stuff Mm. i mean you know some of some of them just kind of like became like new orleans um dorks okay okay (laughs) you know like just like brass band dorks i getcha i getcha i mean i should i probably shouldn't say that because somebody's gonna get some like punk is gonna get so mad at me for saying that but like there is a there is a contingency of just like brass band I know like exactly. trust fund like dorky new orleans people yeah. that you know probably started started that whole campaign listening to squirrel nut zippers and you know fucking more power to them <laughs> like <laughs> it wasn't on like the musicians were not untalented you know what i mean sure yeah. like but it's no they're talented that's, that wasn't the problem <laughs> yeah right uh, okay. Yeah. So that we don't need, we don't even need to get into. It. I think anyone who was into that remembers mm-hmm. that time, mm-hmm. maybe fondly, oh, yeah. maybe with a little disgust. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was cute. I just like didn't ever personally get super into it. I get it. There was a whole sartorial <laughs> element. It was tied in with all that rockabilly stuff. Yeah, right? the rockabilly. Stuff. I think it fed okay, right yeah. into the eventual like mod cloth thing (laughs) like possibly there's something to be said about like the pipeline from that to like the twee revival possibly yeah I don't know I don't Uh, yeah and I feel like there's also an alt-right pipeline like (laughs) rockabilly from like neo swing to rockabilly to like alt-right which uh maybe is why I quickly exited yeah not that I ever actually saw that manifest itself but I actually thought the pipeline was more from like uh, the neo swing to like polyamory. <laughs> actually, everybody that I know who was into that scene at that time was like very, um, they were very sexually adventurous well, people. So, you know, I am correct. <laughs> sexually unconventional. Sexually unconventional people. people. So yeah. my sociological assessment is above reproach. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I that's yeah. Yeah. So do you want to give me your next category uh, yeah, sure. and make it good? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I can. Okay. Believe mm-hmm. me. Okay. So um my next category would be and you're going to hate this so much. Okay. Is uh okay. like mall mall metal and like mall emo stuff. Oh. Like, like, like hot topic bands. No, but I think that's great. Do you? 
yes as a choice for <laughs> I think it's better than what we started out with which was not embarrassing no. the point of guilty pleasure I guess we didn't specify this when we started we said nostalgia that hasn't aged well yeah. is what we landed on but I think it's important to note there must be embarrassment involved okay I mean that's gonna be tough for me because I'm not embarrassed you're just not about- embarrassed about anything <laughs> Which is but, fair. Yeah. And I'm embarrassed know. about everything. <laughs> Just generally. When, the two, when these two powers combine, <laughs> <laughs> we have one very neutral person. And one ball of anxiety. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, like Pierce the Veil. I don't know. Have you heard any of these bands? Like Pierce the Veil. Possibly not. Um, Sleeping with Sirens. Like I made, I made a video. I made a TikTok that was like making fun of these bands where I was I was like bands that I'm too old to listen to even though we're the same age oh I haven't seen that video but that makes such sense yeah because it's like these bands of of boys that are literally like my age who who sound who sound like children they sing like children and they're still singing about like high school basically yeah yeah, you know and they're just like mom dad don't understand me yeah yeah you know and like it's just like so it's like very just stupid like juvenile music but I you love it I love it I mean when you say (laughs) when you say hot topic bands Mm -hmm. I feel like that brings me to something like Paramore yeah but they actually just released an album that I enjoyed. I haven't I haven't listened to Paranormal Paramore was one of those bands and that was like a little, a little bit. bit later they fit into that category of like mall yeah. music like like mall al- alternative they right. definitely fit into that into that category which just like what the fuck <laughs> is going on here right like right. what what are you guys doing like is this metal is this like a musical like what the fuck is this it's dramatic it's like dramatic like I don't know I mean it's it's meant to appeal to people who like mainstream stuff but like feel want to feel a little bit naughty I think you know and I mean I kind of I like I kind of like that vibe a little bit you know I kind of want a playlist of all the stuff that I haven't heard (laughs) yeah I'll make I'll make you a playlist you're gonna hate it though I don't care perfect perfect give me shit (laughs) i'll hate i yeah i can definitely do that yeah okay Okay. so um black veil brides is another band that is just like it's like the stupidest it's the stupidest metal you could possibly and these are current bands these are not nostalgic they're they're fairly they're like basically current i think they're still putting out records i don't know within the last 10 years though like I, you could you could go to Hot Topic and get a Pierce the Veil shirt right now. God, Hot Topic just provides it's the best store. Right? Yeah, it's the best place ever. I mean, <laughs> Troy just got two at the drive-in shirts from Hot Topic. Yeah, man. Not one. He needed two. Yeah, bless them. Bless that. They place. provide. Yeah. They do. They do. So, so yeah, mall mall alternative. We'll just say we'll just call it that. Um, what 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 about you? <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I really just hit you with the most embarrassing one, just straight out the I gate. I know. Why did you do that? I don't because I just got mad. <laughs> I know. God. I just really blew my wad right away. <laughs> it's overstimulated. Sorry, I did. I wasn't trying to like. I wasn't yeah. trying to get you all riled up like that. That was not my intention. 
I'll, I'll do one that is going to be like a letdown a little bit. There's okay. this like genre of indie pop. This is also like current music. Mm-hmm. So we're we're just, I'm just like missing the brief completely now for going for nostalgic stuff that hasn't well, aged. It doesn't well. have to be, but it, this is like an indie pop subgenre that I don't mm-hmm. know what to call, and I'm okay. not sure if you're gonna know some of these bands. Mm-hmm. They all sound like they all sound like off-brand Metric, and I love Metric, and I'm not embarrassed to like Metric. They feel like indulgent bands, like these synthy, dreamy, kind of crying in the club music a little bit. What? Who is Metric? Who is Metric? Um, what was their their, their prime of... time was in the early aughts, like two thousand three, two thousand four, two thousand five. Okay, but they are still they never they kind of never stopped putting out music. They're very like quintessential indie pop. Okay. Um, so I'll have to indoctrinate you into metric a little synthy. I've heard, I've heard the name and I probably, if you told me maybe a song title, I would possibly be like, oh, I have heard that. The album I like the best is called old world underground. Where are you now? But I don't know what they're most famous for, to be honest with you, because they put out so much more stuff since I, my, the height of my interest in them. I'm so, not going to be able to to confirm or deny the the um, embarrassingness. I of do this. not think they are embarrassing. <laughs> okay, so I think that the off-brand stuff I like is embarrassing. Okay, like who? So they're uh, artists slash bands. Uh, I will give you a small list: mm-hmm. uh, Hatchy, Honeymoon, Dear Rouge, mm. Black Honey, Class Actress. Wow. So they're, none of them are like big. Well, Hatchie might be kind of big, actually. Yeah. Um, and I, I was I was writing this down and I'm like, I don't think Sally is going to have heard of this. <laughs> yeah. <I haven't> <laughs> <heard of> it. <laughs> but it's basically like dreamy synth pop. And yeah, yeah, the best way I can describe it is like crying in the club music. Crying in the club. And it, I don't know, like it makes me feel silly. Why does it make you feel silly? Um, that's a good question. And I'm worried that it makes me feel silly because of how girly it is. And Ooh, that is a problem. That might bring me to my next category. Excellent. Excellent. And let but, but please, but well, please. There's not much more to say about it. And I don't want to, you know, belabor stuff that you haven't listened to. Right. Sure. So let's talk about the next point especially if we're going to talk about stuff we're embarrassed about specifically because it's girly because yeah I don't like that (laughs) I you know it's funny that that you brought that up though because I if if this had been just a few years ago I don't think that I would consider this next category a guilty pleasure but when we're talking about things that haven't aged well I think that the um what what I'm gonna call and you'll have to excuse me. I'm like probably alienating some people by saying this, but like white lady fantasy music, like Tori Amos Ooh. and Kate Bush, and I mean, and even I would even go as far as to 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 put Hole in this category too. Interesting choice. Yeah, but the so the reason that I that these have become guilty pleasures for me is because when I listen to them now, um, I realize how much of how much internalized misogyny I absorbed from listening to this music when I was a teenager. 
Yeah. You know, like there's just like so many like misogynist undertones and like so many songs about like how much they hate women and how much they like wish that they were that they had a penis and like, you know, how girls are so mean and, oh and how God. much they hate yeah. their bodies and how their periods are so, you know, it's just like all of that kind of stuff that now when I listen to it, I'm just like, oh, my God, this is so embarrassing. Like we were fed no, a ton of that stuff when we, we were, were fed younger. A ton, a ton of that stuff. Yeah. Well, the other thing is that now when I when I have seen interviews of some of these artists when they were younger, obviously, they probably don't feel this way now. But, you know, for example, Tori Amos, when an interviewer compared her music to Kate Bush and she was like, I don't like that. I never listened to that. I only listened to Led Zeppelin. Oh, no. You know what I mean? Like that kind of vibe where it's just like you don't realize you don't realize what a what a brilliant artist this person is and how how invested they were in their (laughs) in in their work. And you just you would rather be associated with fucking Jimmy Page. Like you've got to be kidding me. Like that's the kind of stuff that now when I, when I think about that and when I'm like, Oh, I loved Tori Amos. I'm like, yeah, that's the reason that I have had such a hard time accepting Lana Del Rey was because I had been like indoctrinated with so much internalized misogyny from like listening to like, 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 like girl power music that was like, we actually hate girls so much. (laughs) Oof. We really were spoon fed yeah so much of that shit in our teens mm-hmm. and 20s yep. and considering like Tori Amos or Fiona Apple or right. Courtney Love as potentially guilty pleasure music because they were quote-unquote not like other girls yeah you were like almost girls. behaving <laughs> in that same way by not by rejecting them for being whatever pick me's like are you then perpetuating the pick me like are you no. like it's but hopefully not <laughs> I mean how how would I be perpetuating it if I'm well just I'm not like... listening to like if I'm am I uh, I choose not to listen to these women because they didn't listen to women no okay okay no it's not it's not that it's because I do listen to them and I do I do respect them okay. all okay. Okay. I do respect them all as as individuals and I respect them a lot as musicians and I, I'm prepared and do give them like full credit okay you know for the things that they've done I just I it's a guilty pleasure for me now because of that because I realized how toxic a lot of that messaging it was was to be like I'm not like other girls like you know like I'm not I'm not like these the rest of these like bitches that (laughs) make my life miserable because I'm so quirky and weird you know what I mean like that's just like really toxic even if you yeah. are, even, you know, for me, it's like, and probably also you, even, even if you were a girl who was an outcast and, you know, wasn't necessarily considered the most popular or prettiest or most eligible. I was a weirdo. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, you're, you're a weirdo. But then it's like, for, for me, what that, what that instilled in me when I was a teenager and my brain was still very soft. Right, right. Was that women writ large had something about them that was evil that I had to not Ooh, I had yeah. to not be yep you know oh god yeah and that's a pro that's a problem I think I yeah it's yeah that's probably a problem <laughs> <laughs> you know because they could have just they could have just as easily like left that part out of 
everything, you know, and that, you know, that not, not reinforced that so much and called it feminism. Cause that's the, that's, <laughs> that's the issue that is the, is that calling it feminism and calling it girl power when it's really just like, we fucking hate bitches. You know what it was for you me? Know? Not that I thought women, I didn't receive like the message that women were evil. Mm-hmm. I got the message that women were dumb dumb that too Speci- yeah. which obviously you know yeah. right. <laughs> um, D- dumb and ineffectual and like unable to do anything interesting or cool right so yeah. just lesser so when mm-hmm. i still have this residual well i can't listen to this fun dancey synthy pop without feeling like i'm indulging myself mm-hmm. and generally it is made by women not always yeah right. um then this i'm not being serious i'm not being sure. a serious appreciator slash critic slash recommender of music Mm -hmm. because this is frivolous yeah that is why it that like remains in my brain yeah yeah I I mean that kind of goes back to like what we were talking what you were talking about before about like being gatekeepy and like exactly that's where it's perpetuating that yeah yeah completely and you know I what I can say is that the most of the men that I have in my life on the basis of, of music appreciation or being musicians or whatever, most of them are, don't understand girl music very much at all, you know? And it's like, I, I will, I'll play them something and I'll be like, get it. And they're just like, Ugh. Uh, and that isn't helpful <laughs> you know? either. Yeah. Like, and I, come I mean, on, dude. It, it, what it, what it taught me as I matured is just that you, you shouldn't ever listen to boys about what's that's good. correct you shouldn't look to them to be authorities on what's good especially if they're going to leave such a huge demographic of people out of consideration even. right well the difference is that they have not ascended to their final state yeah. yet <laughs> so maybe if they do they will also think that music made by women pop music fun music yeah fun fun music made by women is, is like viable. worthwhile yeah totally also they just hate fun maybe they just hate fun they're just I too think, serious i think some of them are just very they're very obsessed with being serious and and they're not very fun not like us not like us we're tons of fun <laughs> <laughs> uh i do have another category Mm-hmm. Do you have something else nope. to share? Go on. Please. So the, I will also say that the next item that I have is not necessarily something I feel guilty about, but is quite silly okay. and nostalgic for me. Okay. So do you remember when everyone decided that the highest form of music, the most interesting form of music, was the mashup? <laughs> Why do you remember these things? I, do you like, not? I com- no, I do. <laughs> but I had I had like purged it from my memory. Oh, well, let's talk about it. <laughs> I learned uh, relatively recently, because I'm not hip or with it, that retroactively this time of music history has been dubbed Bloghouse. Yeah, it has. Which it definitely was not called then. No, it wasn't. Uh, but I was super into it. I was obsessed with girl talk and it wasn't just girl talk. It was what soul wax and Mm -hmm. uh, hood internet. I don't, I never heard them. Uh, It's fine. It's all the same shit. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Did you ever see girl talk? Oh um, yeah. 
like I've only seen Girl Talk once and it was in Pittsburgh. Yeah, he's from a, Pittsburgh. <laughs> at a um yeah, at this uh weird poorly attended sort of like art space kind of like warehouse party mm-hmm. way before way before I saw him before yeah, he was right. famous. <laughs> but it was way before he's famous and it was just like it was just like really goofy and, and it's fun so and then, goofy, yeah. Yeah. It's goofy anyway. I saw him at Pitchfork Fest in two thousand seven. Mm-hmm. And I saw him play in Philly later, like after he was like pretty huge. Yeah. And that was super goofy because it was in some big venue and he's literally just standing over a little laptop. And I'm yeah. like, this is so stupid. Yeah. Um, and that's what going to every show is like. That's now. what going to every <laughs> fucking show is like now. But this time, yeah. like before girl talk there were just these blogs and they would just Mm -hmm. post one mp3 because the internet couldn't support downloads (laughs) of anything bigger than that and it would just be like take me back it would just be like this blog uh one i remember was called large hearted boy Mm -hmm. um like hey today we're posting this guy by my friend brian no further (laughs) information (laughs) and this track is it would always be like something versus something, right? Like here's yeah. 50 Cent versus Guided by Voices. And oh this track God. is called The Club is Open. <laughs> it's such a goofy time. It's, so, it's such a goofy time. It was so fun. And I remember it so yeah. well. And mm-hmm. I, I pulled it. I had these tracks saved like on my computer. Yeah. I had a, and oh I have a couple God. more examples. Please. Um Yeah Yeah Yeah's versus Peaches versus Management versus Solax oh, called oh Fuck the Kids. <laughs> oh my God. See, these are things that we couldn't get away with now. <laughs> um Beyonce versus Fleet Foxes because we had to do these like bullshit indie mashups. Oh yeah. Called Single Foxes put a wood on it <laughs> it's scrutable it's scrutable this god take me back ghostface killer versus beirut of course save me concubine and also ratatat made oh these albums that i now can't find anywhere but probably are not that hard mm. to find um called ratatat remixes and they just had like all of this but you know volumes of it right yeah it's just it was a time it was a great time no that's the cobra snake time oh my god you know fucking cobra snake so i should be embarrassed of this but that was like that was my prime dude (laughs) at least you weren't at least you weren't a party photographer. Absolutely not. Are you taking kidding? blurry, taking blurry ass digital camera photos that you can't even barely fucking. I mean, tell only what's of my it. friends, right? Yeah. Like we all did that. Yeah, and now, I, you know, yeah, I. That time is very, very nostalgic for me. Even though I, my friends were very into the into mashups, and that was something that like I never personally got into. But I feel like. The I feel like it is also very related to like the millennial obsession with like puns. Oh yeah, you know, we're like we're just it's like obsessed nerdy. with like it's just like so nerdy. Yeah, but so silly and yes. so and so fun. Yeah, it's yeah. like you can just how could you not love that and be the same person who has the permanent marker mustache on the inside of your index finger. <laughs> 
Like that is the vibe. Of no, the that era. is totally that is totally the vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Any any more? No, that's any all more? I got. That's right all on. I got. Um, is, is that your whole list? I mean, I'm sure there are others, but I had to keep it manageable. Okay. I think Well, I I have more. Okay. Shall we do a I'll, I'll do a lightning round. Okay, do a lightning round. Let's How do about it. that. That okay. sounds great. So, um controversially, I really really love future, and I know that I know that I'm not supposed to because of whatever reason people talk about what a scumbag he allegedly is. I've tried to find information on why he is considered such a scumbag. I guess he cheated on people. I actually know Which, nothing about this. I have zero yeah. information. So I will I just take your I but I it. I yeah, I mean and that's that's just what that's what I've heard. And so I always feel weird when I'm like, oh my God, I love future. Future is so sexy too. I I'm obsessed with him. Add this Whatever. to the pile of, you know, separate art from the artist, I guess. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I anyway, I love I love future. I feel a little sometimes weird about admitting it because I sometimes I'm like, do I know what I'm talking about? But I love him and I think he's really hot. Um, uh, I love Aerosmith. Oh, that's such a good one. You know mm-hmm. what else? Now that you mention Aerosmith, the other category I wrote down was just classic rock. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I guess we're just both there. Yeah. What's what's your what's your classic rock guilty pleasure? Um I was actually going to say Led Zeppelin. No, I I like Led Zeppelin. I like a Led lot. Zeppelin. No, I like them a lot. Yeah. I don't I mean I obviously like it's impossible to to love them as humans. Like right. I don't care about them as humans, but like those albums fucking they rip. <laughs> They're so good. <laughs> Yeah, like it's it's un, it's undeniable. Like I, yeah, no, I I I love them. Yeah, yeah, I'm totally with you. Yeah, Aerosmith, same vibe, but I like the I like the stuff that people maybe don't like as much. Like Get a Grip. I is... was literally just gonna say, but can we talk about the '90s era no, with Tyler? Yeah, um, Alicia Silverstone, Aerosmith, because I, I'm I love that into era. that era. That's yeah, what I, I mean, grew those... up with. Totally. And those songs, those songs are good, you know, and like 80s, like late 80s, like pump and permanent vacation, like those, it's like love in the elevator Uh, and like angel and like, it's corny as fuck. It's so corny, but it's so good. But it's good. All ended with Armageddon, IMO. But I was into it. I was super into it. I think one of the very first albums I bought when I was little was, uh, an Aerosmith CD. Oh yeah. Oh my God. I love that. Yeah. Probably like an old greatest <laughs> hits. I don't even remember. Yeah. They're, they're incredible. Led Zeppelin, Aerosmith. I mean, I could probably go further with classic rock, but sure. I would say that those are like my top two. So yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you, I don't, this one, I, I feel like you're just, I don't know. I, you can, you can like be like, we can't get into this or, <laughs> Or we can, but Folklore by Taylor Swift. So with me, there's nothing to get into with Taylor Swift. Yeah. I have never listened to... No, wait a second. I have listened to Folklore, and I don't remember anything about it. 
it isn't great front to back, right? Okay. There are there are many many really great songs on it. I think more to me more enjoyable and more listenable than like the rest of her sure. catalog, you know. But then she has these like she has the kind of like Taylor Swift brainwashing formula yeah, yeah, songs yeah. that like are are obviously like going to be on even an objectively like better yeah, album. Yeah. And those songs are garbage and they suck. Yeah. And so what I did was I made I made a playlist and I took out all of the like stupid like Swifty brainwashing yeah, yeah, yeah. songs. Send me that playlist. And then- and then I will because now because now it's just like good it's just like good songs because I, I have to tell you like this is I've become like an accepting person right and I, I mm-hmm. really do mean that because if you had asked me like 10 years ago I'd have been like oh, it's Taylor Swift like I refuse to listen to her meow right right absolutely not like I will listen to anything you give me like I'm not totally. gonna I'm never gonna be one of those people who's like oh I'm not gonna listen to something just because it's so popular like everybody yeah. loves this like fine no 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 no. not at all I've totally listened like she gets on all these lists right like I'm totally willing to accept that she's like a great artist that's fine but I've Mm -hmm. never every time I have sat down to listen to her and I I think folklore maybe there maybe was another album I was like fine let me listen like yeah it I just cannot remember a single thing about it like I really really have made the attempt um it's not sticking so maybe yeah if if someone like you cuts through that fluff for me maybe mm-hmm. that'll help i'll send you the playlist that that i made um because i feel like even the opening track on folklore if if you didn't know to skip it right <laughs> would be kind of that would be like enough to be like okay i actually can't with this right, even right you know so with that record i kind of like came across it on accident cuz there was there was another band mm-hmm. that covered a song on that mm-hmm. record and I was like oh the song is like weirdly kind of cute and I maybe I'll listen to that song and then I was like maybe I'll just listen to see what the rest of this album is about and there were so many good songs right. on it so you know I came to maybe I maybe respect her a little bit more as a songwriter at least for though that small handful of songs Right. I don't I still can't say that I really think that she's a great songwriter because <laughs> so many of her songs just like sound the fucking same, you know. And the other thing that I realized, I was like, oh, this person is actually like a psycho. Like she's like a psycho. Uh, like her lyrics, like she doesn't she doesn't like hide in her lyrics that she's like a psycho. She's like a psycho. Do you mean like because I only know about her, her in like a tabloid sense. So right. that that's I the mean, way you mean. I think I think that's I think that's how I mean it. Like I'm like, oh, she might be she might be like an actually really scary person in real life, and like kind of like I mean that makes like me more evil interested and, and... in listening to her. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. There's there's a part of me that you know initially I was like, oh, Taylor Swift is is like she's just like the raging feminist pop star of of our generation. Mm raining not raging raining feminist <laughs> pop star <laughs> that makes more sense you know but but you know she's so she's so like vindictive and so crazy mm. in this way you know where i'm just like is your entire career about revenge cuz that mean, is that's like kind of that's kind of her vibe and at a certain point i was like 
there's something about this that is actually like kind of cool. I was about to say that that pulls me in. That makes me want to yeah, listen. Yeah, because it's like it's crazy. Some, but... Like someone, it's like it's crazy. It's like somebody hurts her feelings or like fucks her over or makes her feel stupid, and then she writes a song about it and makes like millions of dollars. That's kind of amazing. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, there's something about that that I'm like, oh, go off. Exactly. Like, hell yeah. But then, you know, then there's the other side, too, where I'm like, but you also still kind of might not be okay in the head, despite this thing that you do that I kind of think is awesome. Well, listen, you know, and she will never be because she's incredibly famous and incredibly rich. And there's no stability after that. But like, no, I mean, and she was she was incredibly rich before she even became incredibly famous. That's true. You know, her dad, like, bought the record company that she she had never stood a chance <laughs> yeah yeah she never stood a chance of being like a sane and normal person yeah you know she was like daddy i want to be a big star like, and he was like okay yep <laughs> wow yeah so that that one um i really i like justin bieber a lot that's one i never listened to yeah but also I, just it was just not interesting and no one's actually ever told me like you know what who's actually good and you should listen yeah. to Justin Bieber well, so I, I haven't know, tried the thing is with Justin is that I I would say that most of his catalog actually is doesn't doesn't do him justice I don't think okay because like a lot of a lot of the stuff is like really just it's not it's not great it's not super well produced like the songwriting is not as good as it could be I like Justin Bieber because I like him as a person. I think that he is like, I just, I can tell that he's like a very kind and sweet and genuine person who like really just like hates the mainstream media, like with such a passion and like loves his wife with like such a passion, you know? And I just, I love that. And I'm like, man, all I want is I just want like one Justin Bieber record that is what he would want it to be and is good. Right. Because, you know, I just like, well, another, I, like, you know, manipulated child. Yeah. Musician. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I feel like he he deserved he deserved better. He still deserves better if he like feels like having a music career anymore. Right. But if I could give a gift Aww. to Justin Bieber, I would give him the album of his dreams. You should write to Justin Bieber. I think I think I, I think might. you should reach out and tell him what he what he's missing. Yeah. <laughs> Be like you could actually make music that you like, yeah, and it would be really good. I'm sure. I think you should change Justin Bieber's life for him. I think because I feel like he has like he also has like like secretly like sneaky really good taste in music too. Um, make this a reality. Yeah. You can make this happen. Maybe. Yeah, maybe I can. Maybe yeah. maybe this will be enough. I believe in you. <laughs> I believe in you, and more importantly, I believe in Justin Bieber. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that kind of like I could I could easily I could easily stop there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's stop there because the guilty pleasures could go infinitely. They could. Because I'm embarrassed about everything and you <laughs> and I just love everything. listen to anything. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so we might as well stop there and do something else soon. Yeah. Cool. See you next episode. Ciao for now.
Ciao for now. Wait, is that the end? That's the end, Sally. It's time to say goodbye. Oh, but Gabby, I'm bad at goodbyes. That's not true. Besides, we'll be back. When? I don't know. Eventually. Like, in two weeks. What if the teacups need to talk to us? Then they can write to us at teacupdemagogues at gmail.com. Or we could give them your phone number. Nope, nope, nope. 666 